podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, before we jump into this bonus episode, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um, the easiest to set up and break down chewing machine on the market, you will find, <laughs> I, can, I, think, I, I think I've said before, like my record is like 17 seconds, it's crazy. Um, go over and check those great people out. Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off your next purchase. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, we are here to help you through this journey. We're here to help you um, in your coaching step-by-step. Hold your hand. Um, if you need help, if you don't need help, we have resources. Some people like to just look at the resources and do those kind of things. Some people want mentoring. Some people want to talk. All that is there at teachhoops.com. So go over and check it out before prices increase. All right, let's head off to the podcast. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Hey everybody, welcome to Coach Unplugged, episode 195. Today we're going to pull back that curtain a little bit at teachhoops.com and we're going to talk with one of the members about building a program, about youth, about all the all the questions that you probably have as a coach. But before we get started, I want to thank our sponsor, Dr. Dish. They have been, they've, they've sponsored us the entire month. We're coming up on the end of it, um, but I'm so thankful for the company that they've been able to step in. And they're Mark, if you are in the market for a shooting machine, these are the people for you. They really are. Um, not only the technology, not only the versatility, but just they're innovative. Um, they're always changing their machines, making them better. I, I can see that from the old machine to the, this machine, all the things that they have done to make it better. Go over and check them out, Dr. Dish. Um, also, make sure if you're liking these podcasts to go leave a review. We love the reviews. Um, I see every one of them. I try to respond to as many as I can. And the last thing is make sure you go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. 14-day free trial. Um, there is nothing else on the web like it. You know, it's, it's the Netflix for coaches, but it has me. It has one-on-one calls. It has office hours. Netflix doesn't have that. So go over and check it out. All right, let's get off to the podcast. All right, coach. Uh, so introduce yourself. We just... Just met 30 sure. seconds ago. So introduce yourself, where you coach, yep. <laughs> uh, what you do, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, so my name is Pat O'Connor. Um, I am a varsity basketball coach um, actually at the small public high school in Massachusetts uh, for three years. Um, I took a year off or couldn't be a head coach. I, I'm a math teacher as well. Uh, middle school, seventh grade. Yep. Right. I'm and so uh, I had to, for teaching certifications, had to spend a year doing grad school. So I went back to my alma mater and was an assistant coach there okay. for a year. Um, I kind of knew my high school coach was on his way out and eventually and okay. was perfect. He resigned about a month ago and he's giving his recommendation to have me take over as uh, okay. a So. So your head's yeah, okay. spinning. Your your head is literally spinning right now. I, I uh, probably yeah. no, it's crazy. I'm just trying to get prepared. Right. Um, it's my second time, and my first time was an amazing experience. Yep. Uh, 
however, I I really like um, I, I want to have a, a, a program. Like I don't want to just coach the team. Do you know what I mean? Yep, um, I do. I tried to do that at my last school. We were able to do it for a few years. Um, it just wasn't the right district time and place for me where I think that was going to be accomplished. Right. Um, it wasn't a lot of continuity from the youth program to the high school program. And I tried to generate that, but they really weren't, I don't think they were really interested in that. Right. So okay. We're low numbers. So, okay. So I'm going to get a piece of paper because I have a bunch of questions that just popped into my head. Um, so a couple things that I'm, so we're in Massachusetts. First of all, that just has nothing to do with my questions, but we're in Massachusetts. Wow. Well, uh, right outside of Worcester, Mass. Okay. Uh, yep. It, I live in Spencer, Massachusetts. So I live in the town where I'm going for the coaching job. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, very good. Um, so you've gotten the job or you're applying for the job? I'm a, well, they haven't posted it yet. Um, I'm, con- I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I'm pretty positive. I'm going to get the job. Okay. Uh, you know, it's a done deal, but I just, in case that happens, I'm in that, like you said, my head is spinning. I'm in that time period where there's nothing really I can do because I haven't posted it yet. I've been in contact with the athletic director. Okay. But I'm just, so this is good. This is perfect for the other people that are going to listen to this in the community. So a couple things. So you're going to have to go through an interview. Do you have, have you, have you come up with like a philosophy? Have you come up with like a plan? So um, right, right when I joined teach hoops two weeks ago, okay. I uh, went through your whole folder. I created my own. Perfect. Um, I'm going to bring a binder. Yep. And uh, go and, and, and go through all those questions. And, and what I tell people too. um, Cause I'm, I'm starting to look for D three jobs. So I'm, I'm, th- my head's kind of spinning on this too, but you kind of have to, every time a question pops in your head, you got to write it down and then right. have someone else ask them to you. Um, it's yeah. different just, and you know, just reading on the computer and going blah, blah, blah. And then answering it is different than you sitting across from them and answering it. Right. Um, there's a pacing in something to it. I don't know. It's just, I've read a couple of books on interviews and that's the key. Um, yeah is that kind of that, that, that pacing, you know, how you, how you kind of word the entire thing. Um, so that's perfect. So that's good. So I'm, I'm happy about that. I, for, I love the East coast. Um, <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Um, yeah. I, my, my brother, my brother still lives out there and went to school out there and I went to school out there. It's great. I love it. Miss Where, it. Where'd you go to school? I went to Dartmouth. I got my, I, went, I got my master's at Dartmouth and my oh, okay. and my smarter brother, if he's listening to this, um, got his undergrad at Dartmouth and got his MBA at Harvard. Um, yeah, so he lives in, uh, he lives in New Hampshire. So, um, yeah, yeah. I applied. So by the time this goes, by the time this gets on the community, it won't matter, but I applied for the Vassar job. I won't get a call back. Vassar? Oh, yep. Um, so a friend of mine, I, I did coach in D3 for a year as an assistant. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's just crazy how everything connects. And my friend is an assistant ending his grad assistant at Catholic university. Okay. He was going to go be an assistant at Vassar until the coach got hired. I forget where he got hired. Gettysburg. He went to Gettysburg. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So it's crazy how that whole world. Oh, it's all. And it's like, I think, I, I mean, I, I'm going to let the community know how this all works out, but it's crazy. I think you got to hire somebody. I think I got to get like, I think I got to hire somebody like a consultant. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, that's what I'm doing with you right now. <laughs> right. No, but I mean, I think for that next, I mean, I think for the big boys, like if you're a Calipar, I mean, those guys, I get it. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I mean, I think I'm going to need that just to open a door. I need the door open is what I need. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm pretty selective on the kind of schools. I want to go to, 
I would want to go to a really good academic school. Um, yeah. But anyway, so let's get back yeah, to you. Yeah. So, um, so what, uh, so, so philosophy's done. So you think about that. Um, so what, what are you, do you, do you have an idea of how you're going to map out the, um, kind of the youth building, building the program? Let's go back to the program question. What's your biggest thing on that? Well, my, my biggest thing is, um, so it's tough because this is a, this is my alma mater and this is where I live. And, and one of the questions you asked in your podcast was like, you know, make the schools that you could potentially coach at. And, and for me, this is not going to, this is not a great situation, but it's one that I know it's not a great situation. And my goal is to turn it around. Um, so the youth, I, I believe I, I wanted to get some info on how, how did you start, your youth program like yep so so tell me so tell me give me some background on the community that we're talking about so how big of a community how many elementary schools how many middle schools is it one One, high school yep one high school one elementary school or two element well an elementary and a middle so they have one to four five to eight and then nine through twelve small town okay Uh, high school i want to say probably only 200 boys maybe 220 boys very small Um, um, what else do they do in the winter other than play basketball? Basketball and track. That's it. Just basketball and track. Okay. Um, so, and you're going to be in the middle school, not in the high school? No. So I don't even teach in this district, unfortunately. Okay. So I'm you're, you, <laughs> I'm trying, yeah, it, it's crazy. I'm trying to get there, but there's just no math. There's no jobs available, right? Right, and that's that, that's even harder in the smaller districts because there's like two math teachers. You know, that's it. I, I teach at school. Yeah, I teach at school of two thousand, and there's seventeen of us. You wow. know, yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay, so you've got you've got some bigger hurdles. They're all doable, but I think you've got some bigger hurdles. Um, so, uh, so the, do you have any idea of talking? This is this is literally the very intriguing to me. So anyway, I'm sorry if I just. Thought, it's very, this is, this is awesome. I love this. Okay. So, um, do you have any idea when the hiring process will be started and will be finished? Um, they said, they told the booster club, my neighbors are on the booster club. Okay. Kids schools, and they said within two weeks, we wanted to have a coach hired. And when was that? That was last Thursday. So, <laughs> okay. I don't so, know. So that puts us in the beginning of June. Do they have? Do you do stuff in the summer? Or has the past coach done stuff in the summer? Yeah. Well, he he. There's a summer league where they do a good job with it. It's the, all the local teams are in the summer league. That's really it. In Massachusetts, I don't know. I, okay. I heard you talk about workouts. Massachusetts, we're not allowed to coach our kids in the off season whatsoever. Really, none, zero. None. You can coach AAU if you have less than 50% and you cannot have more than two players from your team on the court at the same time. So <laughs> my last job and my last job, I had an AAU team of, and I don't love AAU, but it was the only way I could get to my guys. So I had 10 kids and I had five and five, five from my school, five random. And I was not allowed to play to any two kids from my school at the same time. That is a, that is, that, I mean, I, that, that, that is a, oh my God. I, yeah, I'm just, crazy. 
Everyone uh, complains about it all the time. Nobody oh, complains. I'm telling you, I'm gonna. I'm, there's just no. Con- I mean, I can get you started on our association. It would take me like three days. It's like there's just <laughs> there's any common sense with some of these rules. Right. right. No, like it's our crazy. our big one right now is we're, we wanted to go to this national tournament which we won two years ago. Well, now they said we can't go because there's 16 teams rather than eight. Wow. I go what. Well, yeah. it, 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 the rule what's the difference between 8 and 16 if you tell me I can't go I can't go because you don't want us playing out of the state but right. that's not what you're saying you're saying it because there's, it just makes no sense okay so are you going to be able to do that this summer if you get the job uh, well AU's be done AU's almost yeah we're in the middle of AU so I, right. I, I didn't do it ahead of time because that's that's a big commitment in case I didn't get the job I mean right. I'm confident I'm going to do that that was a little much and he hadn't resigned yet. So, <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so you're going to be a little bit behind the eight ball. So you, a lot of what you're going to have to do this summer is going to be on you and not necessarily development maybe. Right. Okay. So, so that might be about building relationships with those other three schools is what I would say. Cause I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thinking back to when I built my program, I had a great assistant who kind of started the program and then I kind of kept it going. Mm-hmm. So you need to get out. You, you basically need to, you need to work on your single a double a and triple a at this point. Right. This summer, because I mean, this summer is like, can you open the gym and they can shoot and that kind of stuff, right? Well, we haven't done that before. I, that's when one written down is one of my questions for the interview at the end. Can I do this? Because I'll, can I open the gym and just let them shoot? Like, I'm not allowed to be in the gym. Oh, you're not? No, I can open it, but I'm not allowed to be physically in the gym. So another adult has to go in there. Yeah. MIA. <laughs> okay. Can, another adult not on your staff. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> I think there's some room to work there. I do too. Um, I, I, well, I, what, what I would do is find another coach too and just swap. Right. Right. Like that's no, what you, I would do. If I was in that situation, I'd find a friend in our league and say, okay, I will come watch your guys. You come watch my guys. Right. That's, not, it, you that's know. what teams have done in summer. Some schools I've seen like the boys, since you can coach the boys coach will coach the girls in the summer and the girls coach will coach the boys. Right. So they don't have a, the girls position is open supposedly as well right now. So that's not an option, but okay. I mean, that type of idea. Okay. So, so I think, I think you got to work on, I mean, um, can you do anything outside of basketball with your group? Um, you can. If... Oops. I lost him here. You froze, coach. All right, so w- the question I asked him was, could he do something outside of um, outside of his season or outside of the, the specific basketball season? Okay, coach, I lost you. Go ahead. You're back. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Go ahead. Say it again. Oh, yeah, so it's just you can't have a ball. You can do, like, workouts. Um, you can do, like, weightlifting. You're not allowed to use a basketball with the kids. And you can do that. Yes. Okay. So I would do I, for, something. Can can you go? Can you can you have them over out and grill out? Can you do that kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Can, yeah. You can do that. Can you put them in a room and talk about your philosophy? Can you do team building stuff? Yep. You can do that stuff. You just can't have a basket. Okay. So I would I would I would start mapping out that stuff. So so I would think your summer with this group is going to be about relationship building, and obviously you're going to do skill stuff and try to figure out the shooting stuff. We'll get to the youth stuff in a second, but. I, I'm more worried about you trying to get in if you get the job into next season, how can you be successful? So I think you got to try to figure out how to spend as much time as possible with them non-basketball related. So weight training, conditioning, 
team building. I don't know. Take them to a water park. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Water balloon, whatever it is you want, whatever they are into that you can do with them. I think it's really important. Um, mm-hmm. And I've said this on my podcast, how, how important it is for me to be in the gym with my guys this summer. Cause I can, cause our mm-hmm. rules changed. It's just about us. It's that, it's that relationship building, especially as I get older, it's even more important. Um, cause I can't talk to them like I w- could when I was in my thirties. So, right. um, it was just on different levels. So th- I would do that. So going back to the youth thing, I think it's really important for you to get out this summer. Is school out there? Is school get out yet? No, June 23rd. Okay. So if you get the, so if you get the job, I would try to get out to the elementaries, middles, the other three schools and figure out how you can get out there. This, how you, I mean, run a free clinic. Can we have an open gym? Can I run a three on three thing? How can I start getting to my single A, double A, and triple A kids now? So they see me, they, you know, um, we can talk about stuff to do during the season and, you know, the youth night and have them come to practice and all that kind of stuff. But I think you got to start build you, you got to find basketball players now when the NBA finals are going on, when they're thinking about camps, all that kind of stuff um, is I think big before we get to the point of, you know, how do you build a youth program? How do you find teams? How do you find coaches? All that kind of stuff. I think as soon as you get the job, you got to start reaching out to the FIAD teachers. I don't know how Massachusetts works, middle schools and elementaries. Do they have leagues, all that kind of stuff, whatever they do, you got to reach out to the, to the, to the movers and shakers at those levels and say, how, you know, I just want to help you. How can I help you? Um, right. I'm not looking to make a buck. I'm not looking to do anything like that. I'm just here to help you. Can I run a free clinic? Can I do a Saturday morning little dribblers thing? Mm-hmm. You know, we'll buy t-shirts. We'll, you know, give them pops, whatever it is, but you just got to, you got to get them to the point where they want to play for you. Um, right. And that's going to take, you know, I'm a, <laughs> You're, this is going to be the interesting part. It's a six to seven, everything I've read, it's six to seven years to turn the thing. Yeah. Um, I've seen it. Yeah. Everything I've read says, I mean, you can get lucky, but yeah. you got to get those fifth, sixth graders going. I want to play basketball. I want to play basketball. I want to play basketball. Right. Um, how can I get better? Cause then when you get those groups of really good athletes coming along, you're not losing them to baseball. You're not losing them to football. In the sense that I want them playing all those things, but you're not like I want to be a basketball player, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, that, that's really my goal. I want, I, I just want to promote it as much as possible. And it, 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 I, I use it as a circus analogy. You got to, you got to be the ringmaster. You basically got to be the barker. Look at, look at all the shiny things. You just got to try to get them into the tent. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, seriously. I mean, especially when you take over a program. When I took over the Memorial one, they had had like six winning seasons in like forty years. We were horrible and yeah. i just basically had to make it where they wanted to play mm-hmm. and then obviously i got some really talented kids but it, that's not why we won we won because i got the other kids that were like "Ooh, i want to try that i want to be that too um yeah and that's where your high school kids you know you you can't you know during the season maybe you have a saturday morning or something where the high school kids come and run an hour clinic for the middle school elementary kids yeah. Before your practice, then they start looking up to them, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really important. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. I agree. Okay. What else? Does that make sense? Uh, what's that? Does that make sense? I said. Yeah. No. It make, yeah. makes a okay. lot of sense. I mean, confirms a lot of my what I've 
heard from you on your podcast and you know my own thoughts as well so, okay sounds great. but you but you got to start a spreadsheet you got to start mapping this stuff out or like i said early i think your head's gonna explode no it's it's already exploding because we only have so much time and it's been so like where should i start is the hardest part like i yep. know how to do it but it's like where should i start and i it's sort of like do you have anybody is there a youth is there anything established there already yeah. There is a youth travel basketball program, and it's it's not like AAU travel. It's just the town travel. They play other towns. Um, so I've reached out to them, and it, I'm not the coach yet, so I, I've, I had already reached out to him because I was trying to get ahead. And um, just about me working out with guys and so on and so forth, and they were not – they weren't as excited as I would hoped. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying this as much as I can. Make sure you uh, leave a review. We would love those reviews. We would also like um, a five-star if you could do that. We'd also like if you go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. And what I said in the intro is true. It is Netflix for basketball coaches, but better than Netflix. Netflix, you don't have a person. Netflix, you can't ask questions. Netflix, you can't. Um, interact with the community like we do at teachhoops.com. So go over and check it out. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Um, but I, I wonder if that's because I'm not the head coach yet. Right. I'm, I'm hoping I'm, I'm going to be a little more aggressive when, if, and when I do get this job. Yes. So. Yep. So I think that's, I think that's the first thing I think that, yes. Yeah, so what I would do is, so I, I'm a big post-it guy. Um, mm -hmm. So um, even before my podcast and stuff, that's the way I do it. I'll sit in my, I'll sit in this office. I'll close the door. And for 30 minutes, I'll write down things I think I want to talk about other than my interviews and stuff. So I think what you need to do is just start everything that you think is going to be important over the next six to 12 months. Mm -hmm. And I, you can do this on a spreadsheet, whatever, but I use post-its and I literally do it for 10 minutes and then I stop for five minutes. Then I come mm -hmm. back and I do it for another 10 minutes and then I prioritize because otherwise it's like, Oh my God. I, and I coach, I coach a fall sport and a winter sport, and I have no gap in between the two seasons. Oh, wow. So it's crazy. So I have to have everything kind of – I have a special Google map. I have a special Google account, like with a special email, where I just put all that stuff in. So what you should do is, okay, I'm going to assume the interview is going to be in the next two weeks. I got to get the job first. So I think your entire focus should be interview, focus, answering questions, how can I get it, because then, then when you get done with that, and if you get the job, then you can go, okay, my first thing is, and I hate to say it, you're, this summer is about your boys and the people that are coming back next year. Right. Um, right. I think that's got to be your, your laser focus. And then, so everything that you're planning for the next three months has to be, how can I help my team? How can we build for next year? And then as that kind of winds down, the summer winds down, because I'm, do you have football? Do they play football? Is that yeah, kind of football in Yes, yes, right. Yes, so I think August, September, October is um, where you and I could maybe sit down and figure out, okay, we want to run this offensively. We want to run this defensively. We want to do this. But then we're sitting, then we start thinking about, okay, now I can start wrapping around youth because I've already built these relationships. Mm -hmm. The boys know I'm here because you can't do all of this. You no. can't do your kids. You can't worry about what you're going to run. You can't worry about the youth. It's too much. So I think you got to prioritize and then maybe the fall, maybe say once school starts, okay, now I'm going to, now I'm going to, I'm going to reach out to those people that are the movers and shakers with the youth. But mm -hmm. then in the, in come August or I don't know, the end of August when people start getting back into school mode, Hey, I want to help out. Is there something we can do in the fall as far as helping? So I think you got to prioritize one is get the job. Two is 
what are we going to do with the boys this summer? Three is figuring out what, <laughs> how practice is going to look, what we're going to do and win. And then four is the youth. So I know that you thinking that the train needs to go toward the youth, but I would put youth fourth. <laughs> um, just because you got to figure out, you know, how this school, I mean, I know you came through it, but it's still different because you're the running the ship. Um, yeah. You know, does that make sense? No, it makes a lot of sense. And I mean, you know, I, I think out of the four, three, the, what we're going to do, I having experience being a coach, you know, for your specific season, I think that's the easiest part. So I, yeah. And I think it will be too, but do, and do you feel like, you know, the group that's coming back? Yeah. I mean, I was okay. an assistant okay. for them last year. I was on the staff last year. So I, I don't have a great relationship with them. I mean, it, it was hard to go from being a head coach to an assistant again. I, I, I liked it because I love my head coach who I got to be on right. and play, played for in high school. And, I'm, you know, I'm, I love learning. That's my favorite right. part. Um, but I didn't really get to know the guys that well. But it, it was almost strategic because I wanted to wait until – it was a small introduction, my relationship with them this year because this upcoming year is when I'm really going to get to know the guy. And I, I, I said I had saw this coming. So. Right. And I think you're for, – especially for the people that are listening to this – uh, in the community stuff, they might not have the, if they might've gotten a job and don't have, you have a blessing of, you know, maybe you can move four up faster if you feel like, you know, what we're, what we're, our strength is. Mm-hmm. At my walk last night, I was actually thinking about like, I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do a lesson on picking an offense because it's really, you probably know, you probably know what you want to run, but the person that comes into a program, they got to see, you know, are we big? Are we small? Can we go fast? Can we go slow? There's so that's many fun. variables. Yeah, um, that, that, that's what I'm battling right now. It's like, I want to, I'm saying I want to run a program, but then I'm thinking like, you know, do we play Dick Bennett man to man, but we're tiny. We have no one that's like six feet. How are we going to match up? <laughs> well, you I wanna, that's what I want it to look like, but it's like, right, oh, right. Really do that. And I've said this a thousand times. It's like, you got to pick, you know, what you do this year, you might not do in three years. Like, you know, that's where, like, I think you got to be, and this is where, like, this is why I go for walks every night with my dog. Cause I'm, I'm thinking about this kind of stuff. Um, I think you got to do two things. I think the first thing is you got to figure out your offense and then you got to figure out your defense. I think it's in two big buckets. Right. So offensively. What is your strength? You know, you know, can you get shoot? Can you go fast? Um, right. Can you, can you screen? Where are you offensively? And then the second part is what do I have come back defensively? This is the, these are the two things that I'm working through with my team. It's like, and we're not as good a scoring team as we need to be. So this summer we got to get shots up and we got to become a better scoring team. So then maybe mm-hmm. we can run a B and C defensively. Where are we going to, you know, that's not going to change as much. I think defense is much easier than offense. It's like, Oh, it definitely is. Yeah. Yeah. I know what kind of size I have. I know what kind of athletes I have. I know what we can do and what we can't do. Right. So then I can put it in. I think it's the offensive part that um, – and you probably know what's coming and what's not coming. Now, um, just another question, and I haven't listened to your uh, Rick Torbett podcast. Oh, God, it's great. I'm getting him on again in the next two months. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you run the Read and React? I do, but I modified it. So if you go – Yeah, the, I heard you say that. Yeah. yeah, you go in the community. I've narrowed it down to five layers. It's no lie. When you listen to the podcast, I make Rick laugh like four times because he's got like 68 layers. Right. It's, it's, it's like too, I, 
we're never going to achieve that. We can't. <laughs> we run. We if we run five things really well, we'll win most games. It's kind of my. Um, now, are you guys using the hook, look, and hold too against the zone? Uh, we're not. We run. We run read and react, and then we run. First of all, become shooters, and you got you're taking care of the zone. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my. It's so funny. I you know I I came across teachers researching, but uh, when I my last job, we had nobody that could shoot. So I would like Google how to get a layup against the zone without anybody that can shoot. <laughs> and what did you and find? It, like nothing. <laughs> but it was so hard. I mean, we, we had a few little misdirections and we would score on them, but then you can only run once. Because right, right, right. And, and, and then there's some stuff. Um, and the next time we talk, I'll show you some stuff with a, like a high-low. We run like something mm-hmm. called – there's a diff- there's there's sets. I, I You know, I run the read and react first against it, and then I have other – um, I have other structured more, I don't want to say they're, they're not flex, but they're, they're more of a, um, continuity type of offense. Um, when you, when you say read and react, do you mean the man, re- just the, right yeah, the man read and react. We, we, we cut people through a lot. Um, um zones don't like movement from side to side and mm-hmm. zones, zones do not like that at all. And they don't like, they don't like cutters. They don't like screening. They don't like movement. Um, right. when the right. ball goes from side to side, uh, mm-hmm. But you got, you know, and then you don't have a shot clock, right, Massachusetts? No, we do. We do. 30 seconds. Yep. It's 30 seconds. Holy yep. crap. <laughs> um, I know, I know, um, I know Rhode Island has one too. Um, yeah. we're, it's coming for us, but I've been fighting it off because then, go ahead. Uh, it's funny. I, you, I've heard your podcast when you were like begging for a shot clock and um, my old high school coach, yeah, I remember bringing an article of a score, and he was a big uh, Ben guy, and we played tough man-to-man, just like hedged on screens, smashed guys. And he would bring in an article of like a 4-2 score in like Maine or New Hampshire, I don't know what it is, and talk about how much he loved it because <laughs> it was right. so slow. Such man-to-man defense. But, 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 the, but the problem is, okay, so this is the stats teacher in me. He brings the 4-2, to two, but that's like one game out of – 780,000 right. high school games. It, it was more of a joke, and he, he right. was a defensive guy, but even he agreed that he loved the shot clock. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it, it'll be interesting. But so, um, yeah, so some zone stuff. So, yeah, I, that's harder. It's definitely harder. Um, continuity, the continuity is, I find, I mean, I find it's easy to find great, like, little wrinkles that will get you a bucket, but. How, you can't run more than three. Like, how many can we ask these kids to memorize? You know what I mean? Like, you can't. You can't. Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, do you, will you zone or will you man? If you're six foot, you're gonna have to zone some. I want to play man, but I think we're gonna have to play a lot. Of and you, we can talk about some tweaks on man, like pushing baseline, um, yeah. and then trapping in the corner. Um, we we we've we've experimented with some stuff where we over we basically set a whole line and we basically push you to a like a box on the baseline like if you get it on the side we're just keeping you over there unless you skip it and then you get it over there we're just gonna lit so there's some zone principles but it's also some man it's not a pack um but it's like we're just gonna we're just gonna keep and it freaks teams out because when you push them on that sideline then the, the help is here let me show you what i'm talking about it's um because you can see uh and my drawing on this is anything but great. But um, so, okay. oops, let me move this up. Um, make this nice and big. 
Um, so if I draw it like this and the ball's here, I and so this guy has the ball and he's defending. So I'm defending and I'm pushing him. I'm literally overplaying him and pushing him this way. This guy has to be really up the line defensively. So he, the only thing that's going to kill you is that dribble if you're pushing him side. But then we basically push him to this corner. And then if they skip it, we're basically saying we're going to keep you. It's like a, it's like a, a line here, and we're just going to push you to that baseline. Teams don't like that. Um, so it's kind of a tweak on a zone. And then these other guys got to be over in the, you know, like the pack, like the total help. Um, yeah. But they basically can't do anything with it. It gives it some really good looks, um, but you got to spend a lot of time on it. Uh, yeah, and that that's my biggest struggle with uh, having to play zone is I just don't i I just don't like I just don't teach zone as well. Like I I I, I there's so many breakdowns of man to man that make your practices competitive and the kids learn. Yep. And they get, I, I can yep. see them get progress it's such a great thing to see the kids get better every day and it's from playing man to man playing zone i just don't have those little and that's because you don't have it so so let that's a great i'm glad you said that so that that's something i should do in the in the community too so because literally every 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 zone almost every zone once it gets below the free throw line basically becomes a two three zone right and, and the drops are basically the same and mm-hmm. the man principles are all there. It's actually easier to teach a zone than it is to teach man. Um, right. Once you've taught the man principles. So um, going back to your youth question, no, first of all, no one before sixth grade should shoot a three-pointer. It won't happen, but they shouldn't because right. uh, they're not strong enough. And then they should be playing all man. They should be running like a continuity offense, something that you like read and react, something. Um, you know, don't let don't let these dads or whoever we can we can talk about it, but don't let these dads run two three zones when they're in fifth grade. Um, right. You know, <laughs> you know. So what I'm saying is, if you're doing a really good job in the youth stuff, then teaching them a a three two or a two three or a trapping zone, you probably won't run a one three one if you're not big. Um, but something where you can protect the rim, you can rebound, you can make people shoot the ball, um, and you can run them off because you can run a pack, you can run a, a matchup zone that looks. I mean, we've run matchup zones, and people think we're playing man, and we're running a zone. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can talk about some of those tweaks uh, once we get to that point. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think your, you know, play man, do man initially, do man. How many, how many teams do you have in your? Would you have in the program three or two? Two, um, two, two or varsity. Yeah. Just far seen JV. So they would be, you know, I would say, you know, the first month you're running man, you're working on man, you're maybe trapping out of it. And then you can add a layer of, okay, we're getting killed on the board. So we're not doing this. We got to run yeah. some zone. Um, yeah. You know, maybe and another an easy way to transition into zone and teach some of the drops is to do it on out of bounds plays. Um, yeah. You know, we're going to zone out of bounds plays, guys. And here's how we're going to do it. You know, here's their out of bounds plays. It's an easy transition. It's 10 to 12 possessions. It really doesn't kill you. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, and how do you break practice down? I, this intrigues me. I always ask coaches how they break practice down. So like, um, I always, uh, you mean like as in a plan and everything? Yeah, let's say, you're pra- let's say you're practicing the second week in November. How do you break I, that down? Every, everything's mapped out. I mean, I probably do no more than eight 
eight to 10 minutes on every little breakdown drill we do. So, okay. Um, and how much breakdown drill? Cause I've been doing reading in this, how much breakdown drill stuff do you do and how much five on five stuff do you do? Uh, you usually, I build up. So I will start like I do like three on three. Uh, I do three on three closeouts into the shell into like, so shell, nobody's moving quickly. Yep. Moving. Then we go like the shell to like a, I do like a dribble drive straight into almost like transition. Like, yep. so we're going to start this now and then we're going to go down three possessions, five on five, and then stop and talk what, what just happened. Yep. So I think many, little, I was just talking to a, um, a junior college coach the other day. And I think those mini little tweaks, those like three minute little mini Pratt where they just go yeah. and then we stop is really good. I think that, that, that's something we've been doing recently. And I think it seems to help. Um, mm -hmm. I think, you know, as the season goes on, I would do less drill stuff and more situation, more breakdown, more like, um, you know, how are we going to, how are we going to handle down two with two minutes to go? How, what kind of, let's work on our out of bounds plays. Um, let's work on our side sets. Let's work on our specials, whatever you call them. Um, mm -hmm. as a, you know, and you've done this before, but I think that's really important to, to kind of transition. I think drills are overpounded at times like maybe we need to work on our two three zone maybe we need to right. work on our you know last second play kind of thing i think those are, no, are important yeah i agree i mean the biggest goal with anything is to stay competitive um at all times so. yeah and you're young enough you probably you, every drill should be something some sort of competitive thing like right. crazy I, yeah I, that's that's what I tell them. I mean, like all these little drills I mentioned, like it's always this, we're, we're not ending this drill until someone scores. And if, you know, the defense doesn't get the rebound after the basket, I want the offense to keep going. It's a right. little, right. A little much, but I'm trying to get them to have that compete. A lot of these kids don't, they're so nice that they don't. Well, competitive. I, I, one of my, one of my starters for next year said this in the weight room and like I was either on Thursday or Friday this week. It was crazy. Um, said we, we, we were talking about AAU and he goes, we play so many games. None of the games mean anything, coach. It's like, ah, yeah. oh, yes, yes. Out of the mouth of babes comes the yeah. truth. Yes. It's like, you, there's no like sense of urgency because they play all these games. Right. Like, right, right. Um, it just, it, it drives me bonkers. All right. What, what, so let's, let's talk about what our takeaway on this. So the next time we talk, so what, what's the take, what are you taking away from this that you can move forward? And so, then the next time we talk, uh, I need to slow down a little bit in a sense because I need to get the job. Yep. <laughs> I need to, um, this summer, I really need to spend time developing relationships with the guys since I can only do so much. Yeah. Let them know I'm committed to them. I'm there for them uh, to get them better. Um, and then come fall, I guess, you know, I'd be looking more. I think I would flip, like you made those four steps. That's my big takeaway. I think, I think you'd flip four and three. I think so too. Um, just because I think three is going to be quick for me. Whereas yep. four and, and four is, I think, in the end, probably going to be the most important piece going forward for the program. Yep. If we're talking like the 10 year plan, four is number right. one. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, this, is, right. um, this is a 10 year plan. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're our district. We're losing a lot of kids. They're leaving school choice. We've had some issues in the in the school system with just like a lot, getting a bad rap. So it's really going to be trying to rebuild that more than anything else. Right. I think so too. I think that I think that's a great yes. 
And that's where I think you do that with, you know, you find a couple parents, you find a couple kids that are super excited about it, you know, ball boys at your games, all that kind of stuff. They can just, you know, this is, this is the way we want to build this community basically. Um, okay, perfect. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll follow, I'll, we'll follow up in a, and I'll follow up and you, you, first of all, you're going to let me know when you get the job and then yeah. we'll follow up after that. And then we can come up with some other plans. How does that sound coach? That sounds great. Okay. I wanted to wait till after, but I couldn't help myself. Ah, that's all right. No <laughs> worries. No worries. All right. Thanks. I won't put it in the community until you get it. So as soon as you all get right. it, I'll put it up in the community. All right. See ya. I'll talk to you. Bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you liked us drawing back the curtain there and let you like it, let, letting you look at one of our one-on-one calls on, at teachups.com. One of the many reasons that you should join. Go over and check it out. 14-day free trial. Hopefully, prices haven't increased yet. Um, but go over and check it out. And let me know if you have any questions. Have a great Wednesday. Sports Social Podcast Network.